welcome to Fangirl Fridays. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? It's Fine. October. Your busiest time of I'm year. I'm overwhelmed and my face shows it. You... Something I know. Has happened. I'm going to something tonight. I agreed to dog sit Friday and Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. You did not tell me that part. And, sorry. Who's dog? My friend from school. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Um, I agreed to dog sit this weekend. Then I'm going to Horror Nights on Sunday. And someone asked me to do something on Monday. And I said, I'm sorry. I need to schedule a chill night at home. So can we do it on Tuesday? Ways you know you're an adult. I need to schedule a chill night. Yeah, but also when you have like some level of social anxiety, it's very exhausting to do things. Yeah. And I just need time to myself. That's why I don't do anything. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I get it. What are you fangirling over? Um, I guess I don't – I wish I had something more specific. Okay. Because I feel like you're going to have a lot of follow-up questions and I'm not going to be able to give them to you. Follow-up questions is my ML. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're really good at it. Thank you. Um, But I just got back from Salem, Massachusetts. I kicked off my Halloween season Mm -hmm. and I had a good time. It's just like a small town that brings in the tourists for Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much exactly what it was. You it, you received this as a gift from your parents. Yes, it was my thirtieth birthday gift. Yes, because they know me to Salem. Um, but you went to, with some friends and your parents. Yep. And you went to the they have like a like a wax museum or it's like an animatronic. Not even animatronic. What is it? They're just straight up wax figures. And you just there are two different museums we did. We okay. did the witch museum and then. Um, the Witch Dungeon Museum, which is mm. like the same thing. One tells a story of the witch trials with the wax figures. Like it just goes around. Okay. It's like that's different the one dioramas. I've been to. That's yes. what I've been to. Mm-hmm. And then it like takes you into another room and talks about like witches in history and just like present day Wiccans. Great. And then the second museum was like a scene, like a live show scene oh, no. of the witch trial, okay. like actual dialogue or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you went into a dungeon of wax figures. Both of them take 10 minutes tops. Right. Like, kind of a waste of money, but also fun. So I told you that we did, like, a tour of the East Coast when I was seven, eight. Mm-hmm. And my parents took me to said witch museum as a seven slash eight-year-old. I can see it in my brain. Like, are there witches hanging? Because that's what I There's remember. There's a man hanging. They're, they're miserable. Yeah, it doesn't seem but, fun. Yeah. I also had a similar reaction the first time we went to Madame Tussauds in London. I was nine, and we went into the torture dungeon, and I was mm. like, no, thank you. Still traumatized by it. This is where I'm feeling the seeds of my fear of horror coming from are wax figures. Oh, I was scared of everything as a child. I don't think I would have liked the, the witch museum. No. No. I did not. Um, but in general, you had fun. There was a Yeah. I a My only complaint is there weren't enough leaves on the ground. Oh. But that's climate change. That's weather. <laughs> what can I do? Were there, like, Wiccan people about? Probably. You yeah, we weren't. There was, okay, there are several, like, witchcraft bookstores and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's a local guy. His name's Brian Kane. Okay. Please look him up. Okay. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's now in my <laughs> highlights forever. Great. But he wrote a book, and he seems like a normal guy because we dug deep on him yeah. but his book cover is insane he's like it's like an introduction to witchcraft but he's wearing a more of like a mummy shirt and heavy eyeliner anyways you couldn't go into a bookstore without seeing it and like tons of copies except like certain ones that are like we're the original witchcraft bookstore or whatever oh. they would not carry it oh so i hope there's like witch drama within the community <laughs> 
I hope there's witch drama in the community as well. When you just mentioned this man, though, all I can envision is the pickup artist. That's the vibe I'm getting. Like no, different. Okay. Okay. When you say a man with heavy eyeliner, that's where my mind goes. Um, okay. What are you fangirling over? Are you Ooh. doing Halloween stuff? I am doing Halloween stuff. I'm stressing about a family costume because I feel like this is my last year to impose my will on Philly for what she should be or what we should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm also feeling a little bit guilty, like... She likes stuff now. Like, she has an opinion. Um, so I'm trying to, like, balance that and figure out what's going to happen. Do you have any front runners? Mm, she's really into buses. So I was like, she could be a bus and Eric and I could be wheels. We could be the wheels and the bus instead of the wheels. Oh, that's cute. On the bus. Or, like, um, one of you could be a bus driver. Yeah. Um, and I hate the wheels on the bus. The mommy goes, shh, shh, shh. And I'm like, what? Why? Why can't she do something? Why does she have to be shushing all the time? So I'm trying to... Th- Trying to do something. She also is really into flamingos, and the thought of Eric dressing as a flamingo is bringing me a lot of joy. And so I'm like, maybe we just yeah, start a, f- a flock of good. flamingos. A uh, group of flamingos called a pat, by the way, hmm. in case you're wondering. Not as fun as a group of crows. And then a, a parliament of owls. What? Right. That's fancy. I know. Those owls be fancy. Um, so having a little bit of Halloween stress, we have another, like, costume party to go to. What? Like an adults-only? Like an adults-only. So you need a secondary costume. Yes. And okay. I'm just stressed about it. You know I'll think on this. Thank you. I appreciate that. But it's actually leading to me to what I'm fangirling over. Okay. And I think you should just, like, watch a highlight reel. So I watch Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. We've discussed this. Season 5, now available on Netflix. There's about a six-week, maybe a two-month delay between when it airs in the BBC. Right. And on Netflix. Bless. But... Whew, it is 1929. <laughs> and ladies' pantsuits are in vogue. Ooh. And Aunt Polly, who is like the matriarch of the family. So the thing about the Peaky Blinders is they are half gypsy. They're half Romani mm-hmm. and half British, basically. Okay. So there's a lot. They speak Romani. Like they are, are periods of time. So they like talk about being gypsy kings and queens a lot. So she's very much like the gypsy queen. But they're effing rich at this point so it's like you it's that like uptown downtown situation okay. going on oh i'm just gonna send you some looks so you just want to wear a pantsuit i just want to wear a pantsuit and smoke a cigarette and wear like a little hat because that's I don't what hate it polly's doing all the time and it's like unbelievable do you think people would get it that's that's where i mean eric, it doesn't matter eric was like i don't want to explain our costume the whole night and then it's like not not really a couple's costume, which I'm fine with because it's like the aunt. You and could just whatever. wear your Peaky Blinders costume and then put a small like piece of paper that says Peaky Blinders, so no one asks. <laughs> no one asks. Be like, don't ask me. It's Peaky Blinders. But yeah, I've been watching Peaky Blinders very into the ladies' fashion. I'm also a few episodes into Big Mouth season three. Mm, I have not started. Whoa. Ooh, ooh, on the plane. I've watched Unbelievable and Finished the Politician, both very enjoyable. I um, I think Unbelievable is maybe next for me. I can't decide. It was good. I've got a lot of stuff in my queue. I, have a, I realize that I have a good balance between, like, actual scripted drama and then, like, documentary-style things. Mm. Like, there's this show called Abstract on Netflix that yeah. I loved. Season one of season two just came out. It's all about, like, different elements of design. And so I was like, I got to phase those things in but it's hard it's hard eric's gone the next couple weekends though so i'm like tv for me it's my favorite <laughs> but when you're like i social anxiety for me i'm like i don't want to go out i just want to lay in my bed and watch something on my ipad yeah that's my dream yeah you get it 
Speaking of watching things on my iPad, that's how I watched all three of these pilots. Oh. Last night. I watched them on TV and computer. Ooh. Not tablet. No tablet. And then I balanced it out with the new Riverdale. I was like, I need some trash in here. Give me this. (laughs) I need some trash. So for the 90s, we're really going to show our weaknesses, I think. And just, I don't know who we are as people. It's going to come through. It's going to come through. So we watched The West Wing, News Radio, and Allie McBeal. Now. All work. work I was going to say work comedies. Yeah. No. <laughs> workplace. Workplace stories. Stories. Where would you like to begin? Because I have some thoughts. I mean, we might as well start with Allie McBeal because you can't stop talking about it. <sighs> okay. Allie McBeal, 1997. I'll read the logline for the pilot. Allie McBeal, attractive recent graduate from Harvard Law School, is harassed at work by a senior associate. She complains to the powers that be but ends up losing her job. By chance, Allie bumps into former classmate Richard Fish, who invites her to join his new firm. Allie hesitantly accepts and receives the shock of her life on her first day. Her childhood sweetheart, Billy Thomas, is an associate at the firm. Okay, my hot take immediately was... This is Felicity in a law firm. <laughs> then I realized Felicity came a year later, so Felicity's Felicity the college McBeal. version of Allie McBeal. <clears throat> so interesting, interesting take, particularly because in all the flashbacks, Calista Flockhart has this giant curly hair. But just a tragic wig. That doesn't fit her body. No. And, and then she's like a very short, straight bob later and so i'm like brazilian blowouts were not a thing so it's like if your hair's that curly like i was very confused by the hair situation now great cast right calissa flockhart i mean very lady strong cast like you have jane krakowski which is like a whole thing to Mm -hmm. see her in this role if you have not seen her before 30 rock or kimmy schmidt or whatever was this her big breakout in television because she was more of like a broadway or like stage person i think so She's great. Annoying. Yes. Great. Um, always. <laughs> always annoying. Great. Plays annoying very well. But she's a different annoying yes. here. She's not, like, heightened. She's just, like, like a brown noser almost. Uh-huh. Or, like, she's, like, too good at her job. Um, and then Courtney Thornsmith, who looks amazing. I did not care for this <laughs> one bit. First of all, it does not hold up. Like, I went. Like, I thought it was fine. It So, you know, they do the thing. First of all, the whole premise really bothered me because it's like you're a Harvard Law graduate and like she's so like little girl, like insecure. Like it just like the whole premise is like she's all like befuddled by this guy. And I'm like, dude, no, you are suing like you're taking your life into your own hands. You have like doubled your salary you're winning this lawsuit like you went to the best law school in the country like stop being all bajiggity about this dumb boy with his dumb oh, like caesar haircut he sucks he's not cute the, very much like scott speedman and felicity oh, um but i mean he was cute debatable <laughs> um but my thing was i could see growth here i was like oh she's gonna become this like strong feminist character throughout the series she does, i don't know but we haven't watched it. How do we know? Fair. Fair. And then it's like, so, you know, this is 1997. And then they have all these, like, kind of animations. That's what Allie that, McBeal I, kind of, like, becomes famous for. I have a lot of questions for. about that. 
So it's like her inner monologue or like her. Right. But how much money did that cost for every episode? I don't know. There's like a cannonball falling on her. Because I thought a lot of them looked good too. Like they weren't soup. I mean, they were cheesy, but not like this looks bad. Yeah. And she's talking to the camera like. Very Sex in the City pilot, which also city. comes out in the next year. Yeah, so I was like, did this so do it's like this a weird time. first? Like, where it's a lot. Of, there's no breaking the fourth wall, but you almost feel like she is in a way. Like, I don't know. It's very. I just did not care for like the length of her skirt either. I was like, no professional lawyer woman has a skirt that's that short. Like, Allie McBeal does. Allie McBeal did, and I get it. But I was just like, no. My thing is the not theme song is really bad. And I thought, since I was watching it on, it's on Hulu, right? Yes. I thought, this is a Dawson's Creek situation. They've changed the song. So I YouTubed season one. No, this is the real theme song, Dally McBeal. the whole opening credits are just cuts of her being, like, shocked. <laughs> like, there's no other cast member in the opening credits except her. It's a solid minute of just Allie McBeal being like, oh, oh. <gasps> and I was like, this is ridiculous. Don't you want to know why she's gasping so much? So many neck scarves, too. A I lot of bathroom like, scenes. Yeah, a lot. They have a unisex bathroom. I don't, I just The like, law firm is huge. Yeah. It's like right across from the cathedral. It's like a penthouse. Yeah, it's in a very, it's in Midtown. Um, but I just, I get that it was this kind of cultural stalwart. Like, I understand that it was very seminal and important for a lot of people. But if I had seen this pilot, I would have been like... No, this bitch is annoying. I think if I had seen this as a kid, you know, when you watch a show you don't fully understand, right. I would have been really into it. Why? Just because the animation's probably just like the silly parts about it. Yeah. And just Allie McBeal in general. Just she just cool. like bu- bugged me. And then the whole premise so Courtney Thorne Smith is the wife of Allie McBeal's childhood sweetheart. And she comes over like in the middle of the night. That's weird. To be like, I'm uncomfortable with you working there. I'm like, this is weird. I, this would I liked happen. how they were both like, I hate you. I hate you too. That I, I, I like, appreciate I appreciated that. But I was just like, again, you're both seemingly powerful lawyer women. Like, no. I don't know. Maybe it's like a 1997 thing. That's where I was like, I don't feel like this holds up. I don't feel like you tell this story anymore in this way. I don't know. I just was like. I also watched it third, so maybe by the time I was just like, I can't yeah. do it anymore. I but, watched, see, I watched it first. Come I, in hot. You came in hot. So you yeah. were like, you're, so I was like, I would keep watching, not like on my own, I would keep watching this, but if we decided to watch it, I would, I would be fine watching it. Okay. I was like, this, I could keep going. I just, she just bugged. If you, I, I want to, she bugged. If like, I want to know though, if people like love Dally McBeal, please tell me, because obviously it's one tiny snapshot of an entire show and as we've mentioned pilots can be atrocious again sex in the city pilot sucks yeah i hate it and so it's like you have to take that with a grain of salt but if you're using it as your marketing vehicle for like am i going to watch any more no hard no for me hard no shall we do news radio yes so I remember watching some news radio, mostly like daytime syndication, mm-hmm. specifically have a memory of watching it in my mom's break room, oh, like mm-hmm. on a small TV. Sure. Uh, but I always liked this show. I was never too. like obsessed with this show. Yeah. News radio, sort of industry-wide, is considered one of the greatest comedy pilots. Really? Yeah. And I think it's because when you watch this pilot... 
this is the show. Like, it sets the tone for the show. It's like chaos. Yeah, but we watched it on Daily Motion. I couldn't really see. That was not Joe Rogan, the guy. No. I think he must have gotten a recast. Switch. Or, like, I don't know when Joe Rogan comes in, because that's, like, how I knew who Joe Rogan was, mm-hmm. was that he was on news radio. I only remember Dave Foley and Phil Hartman, and that's because my childhood Comedy Central watching uh, was, like, yes. SNL and Kids in the Hall right. every day. So, I mean, and the interesting thing about news radio is news radio was directed by James Burroughs. So James Burroughs, probably the most prolific comedy director in the history of time, co-creator mm-hmm. for Cheers as well. But... What James Burroughs is famous for is sort of, like, advancing comedic blocking. Because, like, when you watch older shows, like, from the 60s and 70s, like, because, again, they're all multicam, they're kind of, like, in the same place because you don't – there's not a lot of movement in a scene. And when you watch this pilot of news radio, like, they're all over the place. Like, people are moving around like crazy. That's very hard to film. And if you think about multicam, they have to, like – kind of get it in one take and they're doing this in front of a studio audience like that's a lot the stress the stress right and if you don't really understand like how it's filmed you're kind of like whatever it's a show but it's actually pretty impressive um but the whole premise for the pilot is dave nelson begins his new job at wnyx news director but first he has to fire his predecessor um that guy from wayne's world the guy from Wayne's World is who he has to fire. I don't know his name. Yes. Um, you. I don't think you get enough Phil Hartman. No. In the pilot. And maybe they, like, didn't know how to use him yet. Yeah. It seemed you don't get enough of anyone, really. No. Not really. It's really just Dave Foley trying to fire this guy and then meeting everyone else. Yeah. It's a weird time to see Andy Dick before Was everyone... this my introduction to Andy Dick? Yes. Okay. It was. Before you're like, oh, Andy before Dick is disgusting. Those Polly Shore movies? Yeah. Uh, okay. This is 1995. Um, more attorney, too. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody up in It's here. a great cast overall. I definitely yeah. thought that redhead was Kathy Griffin as a kid. Oh, you did? Am I wrong? You were wrong. Yeah. Kath- was Kathy Griffin and. Suddenly Susan? Yes, I yeah. think so. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. Pulled but it's that like one out. a very specific hair. Yes. Like the way it's even penned mm-hmm. is very much the same. Yeah. So it's like a. You see how a kid brain would mix the <laughs> two. I, I see it. I liked it. I would have continued to watch the show. Um, yeah, I was if like, I was this like, is fun. If I were sick and on the couch and a news radio marathon was on, oh, yeah. yeah. I could get into that. For sure. It's like wacky, but funny. There's, like, a decent amount of heart to it, but it's not cloying. I don't know. There's just, like, it's absurd for sure. Yeah. Like, everyone is a heightened version. You know, usually you get to those heightened versions, like, in season four, five, six, a.k.a. Friends. Um, but this is immediately. You're just like, wow, these people are crazy. They're, they're like, coked out. The energy's crazy. The energy's a little crazy, but maybe... But in a fun way. Maybe you need to be kind of coked out when you're doing something. When you're doing news radio. Yeah, because it's constant, and it never stops, yeah. and it's just, like, you need that energy. There were a couple times where Dave Foley looked like Ellen DeGeneres. Did you notice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does. I mean, maybe it was, like, the quality of the Daily Motion video, uh-huh. but I was seeing some similarities. I got really distracted afterwards looking at Dave Foley's IMDb picture. You need to look it okay. up after, because I'm just like, who is this Austin Powers, like, it, it's a very confusing it's photo. also very interesting they chose to make him from Wisconsin, but made a joke about him being from Canada. 
Yeah. Because he is Canadian? Yeah. Very strange. Like, why? Why can't he just be from Canada? <laughs> yeah. Just, he can be Canadian. It's fine. But yeah, I liked it. I wasn't like, oh my God, this is the best pilot I've ever seen. No. Um, but if you think about it in the context of the whole show, and I watched news radio sporadically. I don't, I've probably seen 30 episodes total, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was only on for four years, actually. And I don't know if it, I don't know the timeline if it stopped because of Phil Hartman's death, now that I think <gasps> oh, about it. Oh, no, I didn't even think about it. I didn't it. think about it, because it ends in 1999. We need to look it up after. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I would have continued to watch. Agree. But it's like, I'm like fine with it. Also, it's only like 20 minutes, so you're like, oh, yeah, I could keep watching this. For sure. Of course you can. Crank. It's so easy. Crank through some things. All right. The West Wing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, so I texted boring. you immediately. I don't know if you're going to love The West Wing or hate The Here's West Wing. Here's my thing. 1999, I, by the way. I was like, oh, yeah, Aaron Sorkin, that's a guy. He's famous. <laughs> and guy. I'm going to see what he's done because there's got to be something he's done that I've liked. Turns out, no. No? No. You didn't like The Social Network? No. I like, saw it. It's yeah. fine. It's not my thing. He just dialogue. likes, he loves dialogue in a hallway, and he loves stressful meetings. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I think that's a very fair assessment. So here's the pilot. After getting called in early in the morning due to President Bartlett having a bicycle rack, the staff deals with the problems of the day. Josh faces losing his job after infuriating millions of Christians. Mm, yeah. Um, on a Sunday morning talk show. Sam learns he accidentally slept with a call girl. Uh, then tells Leo's daughter about it, placing his career in possible jeopardy. Leo works to convince the president to let Josh keep his job as Leo tries to make peace with infuriated said Christian leaders. So did this show bring the term POTUS back? That was my first thing. Because nobody knew what it was. We talk about it all the time, and I was like, I wonder if that's a thing that was just very internal speak, like POTUS and FLOTUS, and then now it's become elevated because of the West Wing. That was my first thought. Yeah, mine too. Uh, Loved that pagers were a key element. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know that call girl, she's the main girl in house. Yeah. She sounds like that. um, A show about like ex. Why? Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yes. Um, I, for first 20 minutes, I was like, whoa, this is a lot of dialogue, a lot of character development. I don't know what's going on. Surprisingly, the quality feels low. It's on Netflix, Mm -hmm. but I thought the visual quality of it was bad. Yeah. It's very soft, feels like mid nineties, but Mm -hmm. it actually came out in 1999, which is very weird. That was very surprising to me. Um, Rob Lowe looking... I made a note that just says, Rob Lowe, though. <laughs> I made a note that said, is Bradley Whitford hot? Yes, kind of. I was just like, wait a minute. I, this is confusing to me. Is he hotter as redhead or like gray-haired man? Unclear. I was like, he's aged Next well? episode, we will debate. I was like very confused about my feelings toward Bradley <laughs> Whitford. Um, For me, when I see him with red hair, he's just the bad guy in Billy Madison. Fair. Like, I can't. Get over it. So the whole, like, when we meet Alice and Janie, we don't see her for a little bit, but we hear her. Yeah. Which is always very disconcerting to me because I just hear Peach. And so I'm, like, hearing Finding Nemo, and then it's, like, Alice and Janie running on a treadmill. <laughs> and it was just, like, it. it's, you know, all these people got so famous because of this show. Right. And so, like, to go back and revisit, like, where it all started for a lot of them, you're like, oh, this is right, right, right. I will say the back 20 minutes 
after they have like the the Christian rite and they're trying to have this like breakfast where they smooth mm-hmm. things over and the woman essentially insinuates that they're like New York Jews and then the president comes in and he's like get the hell out of he's my like office. He's like a dad. He's a total dad, but he's just like a boss. I was like, "Oh, I'm in. I get this." Like they had to do a ton of setup so you understood like who these people are but the thing is like i'm i don't really understand the office of the president so i don't really get like who these yeah their roles my thing is i didn't want to learn that stuff <laughs> i like, as care. a person i care more about people right. and relationships i don't care about your workplace and your politics on a t- television show that's i think that's fair and i think it's and like, maybe you get more into that as you get to know these characters yes also where the hell was stockard channing i was just waiting she never showed up She's the president's wife. She's the president's wife. I don't know. I know that she was not intended to have, like, a big role. Um, And I think then she was on much longer than they anticipated. She's got to show up. My biggest bugaboo about the West Wing was Moira Kelly's hair. They did that girl dirty. Like, her hair is... Very short. It's like a pixie. Do you think it's her mm. real hair? I thought it maybe, maybe was a bad wig. I was oh, just like, that's oh, interesting. no. It- it seemed real to me. I liked it. The I hair? Did, no. <laughs> I liked the show. I liked the last 20 minutes. I would, had I like only seen the first 20 minutes, I would have, I was like kind of confused. I was like, oh no, everyone loves this show. Like, yeah. It's, you know, again, this sort of I like think cultural I would be, moment. I would definitely watch if someone gave me these are the top 10, Ooh. 15 episodes of The West Wing, I would watch them. I would not watch every episode of this. I do not have time. You have to invest. Yeah. You and like focus. And you have to care. This is not a show where you're like, oh, let me dick around. Oh, yeah. I may. First of all, I had my laptop out while I watched it. Mistake number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kept drift. 12 minutes in, I was not paying attention. Mm-hmm. I felt like there's a scene. <laughs> Where Rob Lowe is trying to explain the history of the White House and yes. he doesn't know anything yes. and the kids are bored. I was both of them. Yeah. I mean, it's very funny. It was funny when he was like, this room was named after Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And there's literally a giant picture of Teddy Roosevelt on a horse in the background. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked Rob Lowe yeah. in this capacity. I see how he has such a major comeback. Oh, yeah. Right away. You're like, oh, I believe this guy. I yeah. believe that this is what this guy's Did all about. Did you love the cigarette holder um, someone was smoking weed with at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> yeah. It was very like Cruella de Vil if yes. she was like smoking pot. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. It was cool. You just like – I then I, – I was interested in like what is the actual setup of the offices at the White House because there was like a lot of plexiglass <laughs> that I wasn't ready for. <laughs> and it just – it was – yeah, I mean, things that I've, like, never really thought about because you're like, oh, yeah, there are a lot of people that just, like, have a normal job at the White House. Yeah. And is it this stressful all the time? Because I don't think I could do it. No. I would hate it. Oh, my God. Like, first of all, beeping me at 5 in the morning? No. Who, that was my biggest thing. I felt like there's a, another show where maybe it's, like, West Wing, but it's all through the perspective of the person who has to page all of these people. Because you know someone has to page them. Like, is it just their individual assistants? Or, like, how is how yeah. are they coordinating the paging? So, I was like, like, 1999 White House interns? Yes. A show about that? That. That's, like, what I wanted to know. It's, like, who – what's the communication tree and who gets what message? Like, that's yeah. a whole job right there. 
It's like a Gossip Girl <laughs> situation. Yeah, Who's I did the like. Girl? I like when the dad president came in and was like, "I Martin see. <laughs> I, I see all." I was trying to just talk about him in character, uh-huh. um, but like, I see you all having your personal issues. Like, can he list them off? And he's yeah. just like, I don't care. He's like, get back to work. Yeah. Basically. Uh, disconcerting to see Martin Sheen not gray. Like, you forget. Mm. Because I've watched so much Grace and Frankie, so now I'm, like, yeah. very focused on him that way. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you weren't an old man all the time. Um, but you've always had that great hair. He has great hair. He does. Yeah. I liked it. Of If I had to choose, this is going to be controversial, I would have watched news radio over Honestly, the West Wing. probably the same it's just lighter and easier, and I don't, I don't think I could make it through every episode of the other two. I completely I don't agree with your assessment, though, because, like, I think you and I, we consider ourselves, like, this is going to sound lame, but, like, students of TV in a way. Like, we respect and appreciate, like, what TV does culturally, mm-hmm. and I understand that The West Wing is a very significant piece of content. I don't think I have the time and energy to invest. Yeah. So if someone wants to send me the best episodes yeah, of see? every season, 100%, I, I completely agree with yeah. you there. It's like, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I love the Charlie's Angels movies. Yes. I love camp. Yes. This is not for me. Right. And that's fine. But you appreciate it. You know I respect that it's a, it. You respect what it. it is. You, yeah, and you want to you want to be able to like, and I like I love people in it. it. Yeah, want to exactly. support them, right? But it's very hard, <laughs> especially when Allison Janney is in Drop Dead Gorgeous, so I can just support her there. Yeah, you're like Al- Aaron Sorkin. Why are you gonna make it so hard for me? Yeah, just like it's really Aaron Sorkin's fault. It's not anyone on the show. <laughs> yeah, everyone's doing a great job. You just really, really have to focus. Yeah, um, and we're not always the probably most focused. Of borderline. Gas. I don't know attention deficit disorder (laughs) yeah i mean we grew up on tv so our attention limited um but i appreciate it i get how you can see how it like ushers in this wave of television um where you're like oh this is yeah different well thinking about how i could barely pay attention to it i would love to watch someone younger than me watch this show and Mm. get their thoughts yeah fair just being like because people are watching youtube videos where people speak like, they speed up their voices. Yeah. <laughs> but what's going on? You're like, no. Okay, so we're we're saying news radio. I guess. Is our 90s Honestly, show. Honestly, Moonlighting's still the front runner. I agree. I, I mean, I agree. Although I do need to know this drama of did news radio have to end because of Phil Hartman. I don't remember the timeline. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, okay. Someone please come at me. There are going to be people that are going to defend the West Wing hard, which I understand and appreciate. But if you also, while you're coming at me, want to send me the best 15 episodes of the series, please do, because that I will consider. Yeah. Um, but for now, it's news right Yeah. I don't think we have our 2000s episodes locked down no. yet. We have to discuss. Yeah, we have to discuss. But I have, I have a better feeling about them. Okay. Maybe. Meaning, like, you'll feel more optimistic about them? Yeah. Like, okay. maybe Moonlighting has someone to battle it out with, you know? <laughs> Moonlighting has surfaced as our as our favorite. Well, I mean, I posted something about moonlighting. It was just like a teaser thing. People love that show. I didn't realize how much uh, Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis hated each other. What? See, yeah. I didn't even know that. I know. <sighs> now, I mean, now you understand that sexual chemistry too, because now there's like anger yeah. behind it. It's like, all right, 
Okay. Okay, great. All right, guys. Send me your nasty emails and your top 15 must swing episodes. <laughs> Please don't send nasty no, emails. No, just defend. I get it. It, it needs to be defended. Um, HelloFangirls at gmail.com or find us on social. So until next week, bye. bye.